He is the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, as heard many times on the Ira Kaufman podcast. The great Sean Sullivan is here now with his new podcast, Best in Class, presented by Bill Curry Ford. You love diving into all things NFL draft, but what about after the draft? That's what this weekly podcast is about, and a little bit of Buccaneers talk too. Keeping up with the rookies and second-year guys around the NFL, how they are playing, how they're being used, and much more. Here he is, Sean Sullivan. Hi, everybody. This is Sean Sullivan at Bill Curry Ford Studios coming at you with Best in Class. I'm very excited about the weekend. It was a great weekend for the Bucks. Oh, Grace is uh, interrupting me. Hold on one second. She's telling me to thank everybody for subscribing to the podcast. We are getting uh, more and more subscribers daily, weekly. Very, very excited about that. Again, I should say thank you for that. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. All of our social media platforms, uh, follow Curry Cares to see our 41 active charities. Uh, please help us. Uh, Grace is very active in the community. She does an amazing job being a liaison to these charities. And this month, we're already doing our Toys for Tots March. You can find it on the website. Very exciting. You can order your new uh, F-150 Lightning, Bronco, Bronco Sport, Mach-E. Anything you want to order, please come down and see Jeff Patterson, my new car director. He will sit down with you, order it with you. I'll do the pricing with you, uh, simple and easy, to say you're from Joe Bucks fan. Thank you so much, Joe Bucks fan, for all the support that you've given me for this podcast. It's fantastic. All right, on to football. So it was a great weekend of football. I know the Bucks didn't play, so that's always a thing where, like, you know, I miss my guys. But I will say that, you know, they really needed the week off to get healthy. And we had a really good week of football, especially for the Bucks and the NFC and the number one seed, which is, I hope, we're playing for the number one seed. So let's start with the Jets and the Colts. What you're going to see this week, if you can't stop the run in the NFL right now, you're going to lose this game. It doesn't matter how good your team is. I was fascinated by the fact that the Bucks have had the number one ranked rushing um, defense last year in the Super Bowl run, and then we've continued to be in the top three, four this year. I will tell you that you're going to see this pattern again. Is strong running games are winning games right now. And if you can't stop the run, you are losing. And when would, would you ever say that? We used to say pass defense and top quarterbacks. It's just like the NFL has just taken a step back in time, built the time machine. In this Colts game, the Colts won 45-30 to 30 over the Jets. The Colts just ran the ball all over the Jets. I actually enjoyed this game. It was a fun game to watch. I uh, was really interested in seeing Mike White, the USF quarterback, um, but he got hurt in the first half after a touchdown pass in the first quarter. And then there was a Josh Johnson sighting. He was a uh, QB that the Bucks drafted in the fifth round out of San Diego back in 08. It's always fun to see Josh Johnson still in the NFL. I remember when Gruden thought he was the next uh, next great quarterback. But he's you know he's done a terrific job being a backup quarterback for his career. He's got a lot of seasons in. So congratulations, Josh Johnson. He didn't have a bad game, but you can tell he just doesn't move very well. Elijah Moore for the Jets. We talked about him when he came off of the uh, of IR about three weeks ago when I said you're going to see this guy get better and better. And I said he's going to become a favorite target of, of Zach Wilson, who, by the way, was the first-round draft pick of the Jets from BYU who didn't play in this game. He's out with an injury. Elijah Moore was their second-round pick out of Ole Miss. He had seven catches, 84 yards, and two TDs. He looks like a difference maker. I think he's going to really help them. Elijah Vera Tucker is the Jets' first-round draft pick out of USC. He's a guard. Um, he has started every game. He's been very, very good. I wanted to mention him because I haven't talked about him in recent 
uh, podcast, but he's doing an amazing job. You know, he was probably basically a, a day one starter, and he's just plug and play. I think him and Becton are going to make a terrific team if that guy ever gets healthy. But getting back to the run, uh, Jonathan Taylor, the running back, uh, second-round pick out of Wisconsin uh, for the Colts, had 19 carries for 172 yards and two TDs. Pure domination. Uh, he was unstoppable in the game. There wasn't much the Jets could do. The score of 45-30 is closer than it was, actually. The Colts pulled away in the third quarter, and then the Jets you know, rallied a little bit. But uh, the real difference is the Jets can't stop the run, and the Colts can run the ball very well. Uh, on to the next game. This is the Browns and Bengals. Okay, the Browns won this game 41-16 to over the Bengals. Now, again, I'm going to talk about this run-first team and the un- inability for teams to, to uh, stop the run. So for the Browns, Chubb um, was actually the difference maker in this game. He rushed for 14 carries, 137 yards, and two TDs. Obviously, he's not a rookie or a player that we're going to talk about, but I just wanted to go over the, uh, the, the run issue. Is The Bengals were, un- were just helpless to stop him. For the um, Browns, Donovan Peoples-Jones, which is their sixth-round pick out of Michigan at wide receiver, He's a gentleman that was uh, taken over for OBJ. We don't know where he's signed yet, uh, but he's on the street. Um, he had two catches, 86 yards, and a TD. Uh, it sure looked like he was running some terrific patterns. He was stretching the field. It, looks, it looked like Baker Mayfield was very comfortable with him. So I would definitely keep an eye on Donovan Peoples-Jones. Again, wide receiver, six-round pick out of Michigan. Uh, Greg Newsom, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago, cornerback out of Northwestern, first-round pick of, of the Cleveland Browns. He had five tackles in this game. More importantly, he had two pass defense, which is which is difficult to get on the stat sheet. But he's done a terrific job. He's very physical corner. You have Ward and you have Newsom. I mean, my goodness. And the fact that the Browns were healthy on defense for the first time all season, I think it really made a difference in this 41-16 drubbing. Uh, Joe Burrow, the first-round draft pick out of LSU, uh, the QB for Cincinnati, probably had his worst game of the season, threw two picks, just didn't look comfortable. Lots of pressure on him. He did, Overall, he just had a bad game. Jamar Chase, who's a shoe-in for Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's a wide receiver, first-round draft pick out of LSU. He just had a case of the drops in this game. He still caught 49 yards, but he, he just didn't look like his normal self. He dropped some very catchable balls. And, and you know what? You're going to have an off game. Every game can't be, can't be perfect. And it just looked like Joe and uh, Burrow and Jamar Chase were just – not on the same page. T. Higgins, which I've talked about, uh, he was the second-round pick out of Clemson for Cleveland. I'm sorry, for Cincinnati. T. Higgins had six catches, 78 yards. I talked I talked a couple weeks ago about how much I like his size. Um, he's, he's benefiting from having Chase on the other side. But between Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, what a terrific offense that they have. And in this game, the Browns just shut him down. And I, I can tell you that if you watch this game, it was just a clinic on running. Basically the same thing the Browns did to the Broncos two weeks ago on Monday Night Football. They, they just dominated uh, on the ground. Uh, so congratulations on the Browns. They're now 5-4, 41-16 over the Bengals, who are now 5-4. and four. Next game, again, Cowboys played the Broncos. The Broncos won 30-16. And if you look at the statistics, the Broncos ran the ball, again, right down the Cowboys' throat. They were just unable to stop the run. Javante Williams, the running back in a North Carolina second-round pick, and I've talked about him and Michael Carter, who plays for the Jets. They were a tandem last year. I believe week one I said this guy was a a star football player. 
please, Denver, give him the ball. And I've complained and complained about him not getting the ball. He was at seven yards a carry. He carried the ball 17 yards for 100, I'm sorry, 17 times for 111 yards. He dominated in the game. Um, he ran a lot on third down, got a lot of first downs to kept drives going for the Broncos. Congratulations, Devontae. You're a star. Everyone knows your name. Pat Sertain, the second, uh, was a first-round draft pick uh, for the Broncos out of Alabama. Again, just a solid um, starter. He, you know, he plays, he plays the uh, slot and he plays safety. He just is a solid player. You can tell that he has a pedigree very similar to um, uh, relatives who play, whether are dads or brothers or uncles or grandfathers that play. You can tell he just has a very solid foundation. Jerry Judy, the wide receiver, first-round draft pick out of Alabama, uh, he came back last week. I mentioned on the podcast that, that, that Bridgewater seemed to really feel better with him on the field. He had six catches for 69 yards. He was a big difference in this game. He caught several balls that kept drives going. And I'm telling you, in the last two weeks, you saw the you saw the Broncos win two weeks in a row based on very strong running offenses. They're not turning the ball over. They're throwing the ball uh, more precisely with Jerry Judy. So there's a lot going on there for Denver. It looks like they're turning the quarter corner after the Von Miller trade. You thought that maybe they might go backwards, but I think they took a step forward. For the Cowboys to lose this game, it was very good for the Bucks. The Cowboys are now six and two, um, but you've got to talk about Mika Parsons, uh, the defensive end out of Penn State, first round draft pick. He had ten tackles, two and a half sacks, three tackles for loss. That's not his season total, guys. That's a one game total. This guy is the defensive player of the year. Not rookie defensive player. He's defensive player of the year. He is an unstoppable force for the Cowboys. He is phenomenal. He's the best player on the field on both sides of the ball. I am. Uh, I can't be more impressed with him. He reminds me, um, when, like we just talked about Von Miller. When Von Miller, you know, in his first three years became so dominant, um, it's, it's they're very similar as far as their pass rush. But what Mika Parsons does differently is he plays the run and he plays it physically. And he gets tackles behind the, the line. I mean, he pushes and throws people out of the way. You're not blocking Mika Parsons. So the Cowboys found a defensive star. Congratulations. On to the next game, the Texans and Dolphins. My goodness, you have to be a really diehard football fan to watch this game. It was just two bad teams deciding who gets to have better draft position. Uh, Tua was hurt again. Um, he didn't play in this game for the Dolphins. Tua was, was their first-round draft pick at Alabama. Should have drafted Justin Herbert. But, uh, you know, they're going to hear that th- their whole lives. Uh, but Tua hurt again, uh, missing more games. He was hurt in college. He was hurt his rookie year. He has missed tons of games. He just can't stay healthy. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, Waddle, who was the, um, the uh, Alabama first-round draft pick, for the uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, who ran the best 40 at the uh, at the Combine, um, had eight receptions for 83 yards. He's a lone bright spot. I mean, I told you, if you have to watch Jacoby Brissett play football, I mean, it's just rough. There's, I mean, I mean, it's not as bad as watching uh, Trevor Simeon play and beat the Bucks, but but watching Jacoby Brissett's just tough on everybody. Miami has a a, a really terrific defensive rookie in Javon Holland, and uh, he's the safety out of Oregon, second round pick. I've talked about him every week. The guy makes splash plays every week. He's a fantastic blitzer. Uh, so Miami did very well with him. And I think um, Waddle is a very good receiver as well. So I think they've added some talent. They've got to figure out this quarterback position and the running back position. Uh, again, uh, the Dolphins win 17-9 over the Texans. There's nothing to talk about on the Texans. 
They were absolutely awful. They changed quarterbacks, changed running backs. It doesn't matter. The, the team just isn't just as bad. We knew going in that Lovey Smith was not going to have a terrific defense, and the, I've got to give him credit. It's actually better than I thought that he was going to have. But, again, uh, Texans are 1-8, so how good can it possibly be, really? Falcons and Saints, this game was very important to the Buccaneers. Uh, the Falcons won 27-25 on a last-minute field goal against the slimy Saints. Uh, Matt Ryan, 23 of 30, 343 and two TDs. He just is, is just playing lights out. Kyle Pitts, the first-round draft pick out of Florida, had three catches for 62 yards for the for the Falcons. He looks like he's fitting right in. He's getting more comfortable. It's going to be hard without Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage at LSU as your, as your number one receiver. Uh, Cordell Patterson is still hanging in there. He had six receptions for 126 yards, but... Uh, Atlanta's getting right at the, at the correct time there. They just got back to 500. The Saints are now 5-3. and three. Hope they lose every game. Hear me, Saints. Hear me, Sean Payton. I, my challenge is still good for you, Sean. Anytime you want to call me, email me. I'll, I'll drive to New Orleans in my F-250 route. I will meet you anywhere you want to go, Sean Payton. Anyway. Another sighting was uh, uh, Stephen Means, linebacker. Uh, he was a fifth-round pick of Tampa in 2013. I, the only reason I brought him up is he's a former Buck. I, always, I pay attention to these guys who didn't make the Bucks teams, uh, who stick around in the NFL, and we talked about Josh Johnson already. He's playing very well for Atlanta, so uh, just a shout-out to Steve, Stephen, and I hope, you're doing, um, I hope you continue to do well. Congratulations. I want to talk about the next game, the Raiders and the Giants. The Giants won this game 23-16. to Basically, there's not really much to talk about uh, on the Giants as far as rookies are concerned. Tony didn't have a big game. The wide receiver out of Florida was their first-round draft pick. Um, the Raiders really didn't have much going on. But I had a friend send me this amazing text, and I want to read it to the, to the listeners here. The Raiders' 2020 draft will go down in, in NFL is the worst in history. Ready for this? First-round draft pick Henry Ruggs which, by the way, is a phenomenal wide receiver out of Alabama, but obviously not a good person, is going to prison for, for killing another human being, unfortunately, in an accident uh, where he was intoxicated, allegedly. Their other first-round draft pick, Damien, Damien Arnett, who, by the way, was not in, in, in my top uh, first round. Actually, every other team stayed away from him because he had a lot of off-the-field problems. Apparently, he was just cut for brandishing a gun and making threats on social media. Another reason, guys, not to have social media. So that's their first two picks are from 2020 gone. Round three, Lynn Bowden, he was traded and never took a snap for the Raiders. Round three, Brian Edwards is their starting wide receiver, so that's a good one. Round three, Tanner Muse, he was cut with zero snaps for the Raiders. Round four, John Simpson is the backup, doesn't see the field. Round four, Amik Robinson had was just benched recently. So two first-round picks gone, two third-round uh, third pick uh, gone, another third-round pick starting, another third-round pick gone, a fourth-round pick benched, and another fourth-round pick that's, that's probably going to get cut. So this is an interesting statistic. This is the Raiders' 2020 draft. So they had all those picks, and they wasted them all in true Raiders fashion. Uh, Patriots-Panthers, this was a – Obviously, um, in our division, we want the Panthers to lose, and they did. They lost 24-6. to uh, Mac Jones, first-round draft pick out of Alabama, QB, went 12-18, of 18, 139 yards and a TD for, for the Patriots. Very controlled, very well-managed offense. 
Um, nothing spectacular. Once the Patriots get the lead, they shut him down, really. The other um, sighting on this was the preseason star for the Patriots, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. He's the running back out of Oklahoma, fourth-round pick. Um, he had 10 carries for 62 yards, and then he caught 44 receiving yards. So he had like a coming-out party. He, he took a screen pass down the right sideline for about 40 yards. It was a fantastic play if you get a chance to watch it. Those two rookies really, you know, shine for the Patriots. Uh, Sam Donald was awful. McCaffrey was back. No impact whatsoever on this game. Again, the Patriots just shut him down with defense. Sam Donald threw like three picks. 24-6 to Patriots. Thank you, Patriots, for winning that game. On to the next one, Bills and Jaguars. The Jaguars won this game 9-6. to uh, Urban Meyer should still be fired for doing a terrible job. Trevor is the number one pick. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick out of Clemson. From the Jaguars, number one overall pick, 15 of 26, 118 yards, no TDs, didn't rush for anything. So your quarterback throws for, completes 15 passes for 118 yards, doesn't throw a TD, doesn't run for a TD, and you win 9-6. to six. Uh, The Bills had three turnovers and 12 penalties that pretty much summed up the game. Um, and you know um, that Josh Allen thing where Josh Allen uh, sacked Josh Allen, the QB, and stuff. I'm not getting into all that. That's just dumb. Um, on to the next game, uh, Vikings and the, Raving, the Ravens. The Ravens uh, won this game 34-31. to This was actually a very good game. The Ravens won on a field goal in overtime. Uh, as far as the Ravens are concerned, draft picks, uh, Rashad Bateman um, had eight targets. He's their first-round draft pick out of Minnesota. He caught five balls for 52 yards. He's getting worked into their offense. They targeted him eight times, though. He had a couple of plays where he drew a pass interference call on a long play. Some of those are going to start coming together, and you're going to see him becoming more and more of a star. So Rashad, keep an eye on Rashard Bateman uh, for the Ravens. I'm not talking about anybody on the Vikings. Uh, next game, Chargers and the Eagles. Uh, the Chargers won 27-24. It was a really great game to watch. Uh, Justin Herbert, the QB, first-round draft pick out of Oregon. He went 32 of 38. He only missed six passes on the game for 356 yards, two TDs. He rushed the ball five times, 14 yards, and another TD. He was just on fire in this game. Um, and it really, really shows what having a star quarterback can do for you. On the other side, Jalen Hurts, um, who was a second-round pick out of Oklahoma of the Eagles, went 11 of 17 for 162 yards and a TD. So he only completed 11 passes. He did run the ball 10 times for 62 yards at 6.2 yards rushing, for those of you who, um, who are quick on math. Not a terrible game, but not spectacular. Again, my feeling on Jalen Hurts is he's just good enough for you not to win. Uh, he doesn't do anything wrong, but he doesn't do enough right. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, first-round draft pick out of Alabama, five catches, 116 yards, and a TD. Um, solid game. I think this was his second-best game of the season, uh, so that's really terrific. Um, going back to the Chargers offensive line, uh, Rashawn Slater um, is an offensive tackle out of Northwestern. He's their left tackle. He was their first-round draft pick. Has just been solid. Not Tristan Wirth solid from last year, where where, he, where we draft a player that's a Pro Bowler his first year. But Rashawn Slater has play, has played extremely well. Really protected Justin Herbert, and that you can see the improvement in the offensive line. Again, the Chargers win 27-24. Another game that really mattered to us: Packers Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs won 13-7 over the Packers. We really needed the Packers to lose. They did. Thank you, Chiefs, for doing something right. 
Jordan Love, the QB out of Utah State, first-round draft pick last year of the Packers. The heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers was absolutely terrible. He sucked. Um, throw, I mean, he couldn't even throw a screen pass uh, correctly. Uh, I don't know if it was just adrenaline, if it was his first start. He had all the confidence in the world. They say these guys, the backup is always the best player, right, Till he's on the field. He was terrible in this game. Uh, Chiefs went 13-7. Next game, Cardinals, 49ers. Um, This is the one game that I really thought the 49ers could actually help us because uh, uh, the Cardinals actually won this game 31-17. The 49ers should have won this game. Colt McCoy uh, was a starter for the Cardinals. Um, There's really not much more to say that Colt McCoy is your starting quarterback. The pass rush of the Cardinals just basically destroyed the 49ers offensive line and they actually sacked um, uh, the quarterback five times. Um, so there's really, if you if you look at the, the formula the Cardinals used in this game, instead of offense, they pretty much just said, we're just going to blitz and we're going to get to um, get to the quarterback and we're going to do everything we can to to stop this from being a close game and to stop the rushing attack of the 49ers. And it just it just sure looked like that no one could could adjust to anything that was going on. Um, I hate to sit there and keep overlooking the Cardinals and saying, over and over a week, it's still the Cardinals. But I'm telling you, to win a game without your starting running back, with Colt McCoy as your quarterback, without your two top receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and A.G. Green didn't play in this game, and they still won, it means something's going on. Elijah Mitchell, the running back that we've talked about since week two, the six-round pick out of Louisiana, had eight carries for 36 yards, five catches for 43 yards. Not enough touches, guys. You can't have a guy that, that can rush for the yards per carry and, and the impact that he has and give him eight carries in a game. I know you fell behind, but you can't you can't just have Garoppolo back there throwing the ball. He's not. He just doesn't look good. He looks uncomfortable, and he looks like he's playing not to get hurt. This is really, guys, as a Bucks fan, is the only game that really didn't go our way. The next game, Titans and the Rams. We needed the Rams to lose, and they did. 28-16, to the Titans, again... The def- it was a defensive game. The Titans have a physical defense. I mean, they sacked the, um, they sacked the quarterback five times, and they hit him 11 times. So Stafford, this was Stafford's probably hardest game um, with pressure. And I'm hoping that uh, Todd Bowles really looks at how the Titans played the Rams and how, and how they did their best to take away their downfield throws and make them throw up close, and then they just physically assaulted them the entire game. So congratulations to the Titans. Without King Henry um, and, a, and Adrian Peterson, they signed like three days ago. Uh, they beat the Rams 28-16. to Big win. Uh, that's a big help win for the Bucks for sure. Uh, last game just happened last night, Bears and Steelers. Uh, Steelers won 29-27 uh, over the Bears. Um, you know, not a terrific game unless you're into, um, you know, young players as far as watching some of these rookies develop. Um, the Steelers, um, they ju- they're just not a terrific team, and neither are the Bears. So just watching two bad teams hit each other sometimes is just not interesting. This one actually wasn't bad. I watched the whole game. Justin Fields, the first-round draft pick at Ohio State. I feel like the second half he really broke out in this game. Yeah, he threw for um, – he completed 17 passes at a 29 for 291 yards, almost had his first 300-yard game with a TD, rushed eight times for 45 yards. To me – it's not about the stats with Justin Fields. He just looked more – it looked like he was comfortable in the second half, and it looked like he was starting to figure out things faster. And that that, that could be a, a problem for uh, for the NFL because I think Justin Fields 
can be a very, very good player. I think Matt Nagy should still be fired. I think they really need to start fresh with him and start building an offense around him. But we'll see how that goes. Um, Cole Komet, the tight end out of Notre Dame, which was a second-round pick of the Bears. He caught six balls for 87 yards. He looks like he's a favorite of Fields. Uh, congratulations on Cole Komet out of, out of Notre Dame. Had a very solid game. He's a very good blocker as well. For the Steelers, Najee Harris had a first-round draft pick out of Alabama. Had 22 carries, 62 yards. He is not at four yards a carry for the season, but he they continue to run him. He continues to run hard. He caught uh, three passes for 16 yards. So, so basically, Najee Harris is getting those yards from line of scrimmage. He's, he's he's getting close to 100 yards every game, uh, if not more. I think he was on pace for 1,700 total scrimmage yards. So you know he's the real deal. I think he's going to be around for a long time. Um, here's a guy that you did not hear anywhere else in this country besides this podcast, Best in Class Podcast. Pat Fryermuth, the tight end out of Penn State, second-round draft pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I talked about his first catch that he ever had in the NFL like three weeks ago and said, this guy could be somebody. This guy could be a Heath Miller-type type, type tight end. Go back and check the tape. That's what everybody says, right? Go back and check the tape. I beat everybody to the punch on this guy. He had five catches, 43 yards, and two TDs in the end zone. He is obviously um, going to become is becoming a favorite of Ben Rosenberger, and uh, congratulations, Pat Fryermuth. You're Fryermuth. You're like a really solid blocking tight end, very much in the Steelers mold. You played at Penn State, so you can catch the ball well. Um, well, congratulations. What a, what a I think I think you're going to see a star being born there. Besides, what a great draft class between Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth for the um, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, that wraps up our, our all of our games for the weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, getting the Bucks back in action against the Redskins uh, this weekend. Very excited about that. But we couldn't, as Bucks fans, we have to look at it this way: we went three for four. So three of the games, three of the four games that we needed to happen happened. Congratulations! The only one we lost was the Cardinals game. The 49ers really let us down, but that is what it is. Uh, thank you for listening to Best in Class. Continue to um, follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. Again, thank you to Bill Curry Ford Studios for allowing my podcast and the Curry family for allowing me to get my voice out there. Uh, I'm very privileged. Um, I got Grace here who's telling me it's time to go. Enjoy your drive home, and I'll see you next week.